Hello, this is the Journey to a Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination. To find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, it's in that, it's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Courtney Bonzi is an entrepreneur of one of the fastest growing companies, and she is joining us today. Please help me welcome Courtney to the show. Courtney, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I am excited to have you. I want to start by talking about COVID. What has COVID been like for you as an entrepreneur and having to just function and uh, maneuver during this time? Oh my goodness. COVID has been a thorn in my side and a boost in my inner business. Like it has been all the highs and lows all wrapped up in one little package with a mask on top. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, I remember the day of shutdown and our internet, our website got a boost like none other. We had all these people on Instagram, which was our major platform. All of these people started moving over to the platform because they were stuck at home all day. And suddenly our influencers were sharing us more. Our sales were growing and we had to realize that how are we going to build all these products? in a pandemic. You had to kind of figure it out. Let's talk about your company. So your company is called Sparkle. You offer bands that go on your smartwatch. I have an Apple watch. And so the band that goes on your watch and you started this company in your garage and it has just literally blown up. Tell me about, I wanted to go back to the beginning from the early days in the garage until now. So we're talking about from 2017, which is not a lot of time. No. Tell me how that started. Okay. So I started as just like a little side project. I got an Apple watch. There were no options for bands out there that were stylish, that were pretty. And I wanted to make a band for an event that I was going to, and I'm a crafter. So I took apart a bracelet. I made a band out of it and I wore it out, got so much attention from it. And people were like, you need to make these. So I decided I'll try it. So I started a website, started making them and then, you know, the whole process of that with COVID actually before COVID in 2018, right before Christmas, a big influencer shared my bands on her Instagram. And within minutes, I had hundreds of sales on my account. And I was like, oh my gosh, now what am I going to do? Like, be careful what you ask for, right? Yeah. So can you share who was the influencer that did that for you? So it was Sandy from the spoiled home. She and her um, friend Shayla have a, um, have a blog and they share on Instagram and their blog, all sorts of fun finds there. Um, you know, like in their late thirties, early forties age groups of home family life, that's what they share. They're from Oklahoma and they just share fun finds and she shared the Apple watch and like I said, a hundred sales in 24 hours. And I had to just shift like now all my friends, you better come over and help me. And we were like cobbling away, making these. It was crazy. Wow. Okay. So you call your friends over. I'm going step-by-step step because I'm trying to mentally like prepare my brain for what this was like. You call your friends over. You're like, oh my God, holy crap. Yeah. We have all this stuff going on. Cause that's what, that's what I'm, what I'm realizing what happens with success. It really is. It's not that 
it's really, it's, it's, it's a play on the words when you say it's overnight success, because it's not that you don't try. It's just that you're not expecting it to happen when it happens. And when it happens, it just goes June. You know what I mean? So you can't really prepare for it. So what was the shift like for you once it happened? What was the mental shift like for you? Um, what was, what were some of the learning lessons you've learned? It's so funny because literally like two weeks before I was in tears crying to my husband on a walk about how like this isn't working. I've been doing this for several years, no, not getting very many sales. Like this is a waste of my time. Like I thought this was a good idea, but it's not. And I need, I should probably go find a job or something, you know, like I need to change what I'm doing. And he was like, you need to just keep going. If you love it, just keep doing it. You never know. Like just keep your passion. And literally two weeks later, I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. no so um, what we did was, like I said, I called my friends over. The thing that made it even harder was it was right before Christmas. So it was in November. And then you have the, the pressure of having everything delivered by Christmas. So I had to kind of game plan with my friends, with my family, like, how are we going to get all these sales done? How, how are we going to make it? Because at that time I was the only one that knew how to make it. So it was just like delegating who is going to do what and what they can do. And then, um, and then just go from there. We worked so many late nights. Um, we had, you know, one of my friends bringing us over burritos for dinner, you know, as we're working late at night at that time, I remember, um, the Apple watch adapters all had these like tiny little screws and you had to like pull the screw out, glue it, put the screw back in. So we were literally doing that for like hundreds of tiny little screws and it was crazy. Um, and then the shift from there, it just kept growing. And so quickly from going from just myself and I had an intern at the time within six months, we had five employees and they were working in, in my house, in our garage. And then by the end of the year by Christmas, the next year or the next time I had 15 employees, which is insane. (laughs) And then we finally moved into, um, this, our new facility. We moved out of the garage last October and it couldn't have happened fast enough because we were in COVID lockdown trying to navigate. And we had like very young staff that were here. So I was training uh, you know, like 23 year olds, how to sew leather and how to cut leather and how to make orders. And, and I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, just trying to figure it out. So we hired a manager to come in and moved this facility, moved into like an actual facility, trying to build it out during COVID was insane. Um, just with all of the supply chains and then all the regulations and the fear of you know, doing something wrong or somebody catching COVID was always in the back of our brains. And um, now we have 47 employees and we're still growing. Wow. Wow. What a story. You know what, as you were talking, I was just thinking, I was, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur too, separate from being on the podcast. I also own my own company as a publicist and in I'm 14 years in as a publicist, but in the early days, when I first started my company, my girlfriends, um, all of them, it's like a 
probably a good six or seven friends at one moment in time in life you did just what you're saying you know they were an assistant or assistants or you know my best friend was my my company attorney she still is my company attorney you know it's just like people you know your your, your friends especially as an entrepreneur you know they help and it's in the early days and you need that. Let's talk about the power of the circle. What's how important is your circle, your friend's circle and doing just like what we're talking about, being there for each other, supporting each other, um, not only in the early days, but even, you know, as you're going and, 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 and you know, clicking in that mind, you know, mindset as of right now. It is so important. And I am so grateful to have the friend's circle that we have because they're there to bounce off ideas to, you know, kind of like knock me around. If I'm thinking something that I, that we should be doing, that's not important. Or if I'm bothered by something, like I'm a very sensitive person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And a lot of times I'm like, you know, at the end of my ropes with the, the ups and downs of businesses, you know, I love my, I love, we love our business, but the pains of being an entrepreneur, like you don't feel it unless you are one. You, it's very difficult to explain to people that aren't. And there are so many pains and you just like, sometimes my friends have to be like, the good outweighs the pain. Like you're doing good, you're, you're here. And I think that's what I'm the most grateful for with them. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so true. Let's talk about some of those pains. I mean, because from the outside, you're right. Um, you know, sometimes when you're in corporate America, you may look upon and say, oh, it may be, it's great to, you know, work for yourself or maybe you can control your own hours. They may think that. But let's talk about the other end of that too. Um, what are some of the pressures you feel um, that, that come along with being an entrepreneur? I think, I think it's just like a lot of it, especially in this day and age now is like being the face of your business, because that is so important as you're building um, an online community. And especially with social media, people want to have a reason to buy and they want to be able to support an actual person. Anyone can buy from Amazon. They want to buy from a person. So I developed myself into being that person. And there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. You know, it's like always being on and, and um, you know, being honest. And, and I think for, at least for my platform, I have always been very honest and frank with people. Like when we have supply chain issues, gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. Like we were hoping it would be here and it's not, and I don't know what to do, you know, like please yeah. try to grace. And that, that is like so important, I think. And, and that's something that, that I've definitely, um, I've definitely done with this platform, but yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the hardships is, is the pressure of like pleasing people and the pressure of like having to be on and being the face forward of your company. Oh, it's so true. It's so true because at the end of the day, um, again, this is me talking as a publicist now, right now, um, if you control your personal brand, you can have a hundred companies, um, all hundred of those companies will probably flourish because your personal brand is intact. It is it is the driving force of that. So it's 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 key. You're right. Um, as the 
the CEO of the company, you are, you're on, you're on at all times. Everything you're doing, everything you're posting as you're walking around, you are the poster child. You are the model for that company. And there's pressure that comes along with that. There's pros and cons that comes along with that. Um, you are, your bands are sold in more than 175 countries, 175 countries. How does that feel um, when you hear those words that, okay, my bands are sold in more than 175 countries. Um, did you take that in? And what cry? does that feel like? Literally, it, it, it's a dream come true and something I've never even fathomed. So I can't believe it. To be honest, I, I was hoping to be able to do good with this little blessing that we were given. Um, we have like a char charity work that we do and also being able to share this platform um, and help lift up other female businesses is something that's very important to me. Um, I was just so amazed with how the Spoiled Home was able to grow our business. And I thought, wow, that is incredible for to have that kind of a power. And now that we, I feel like I've been blessed with this little bit of power and not anywhere near them, but like, I just feel like I want to share that with others. I, so like anytime I can, I'm sharing other jewelry, other businesses that, that, you know, I think our followers would, would love to, because I want to help other women, other good people, you know, what are three tips, three tips you can provide, um, an entrepreneur, someone that's listening or watching out there. Um, what would you say to them that to keep going and keep, to keep going and moving to succeed? One thing I would say is don't compare yourself to other people. It's, it's very difficult. I think in these, this day and age to not, so when you're looking around on Instagram and you're seeing all these successful businesses, successful women, and it looks like everything is going great or men, sorry, I don't know what the audience is, but like you're looking and comparing yourself. And I feel like if you just focus on your own path and being true to whatever your product is, I feel like success will come. So that's one thing, not to compare yourself to others. Um, collaboration over competition, 100%. Um, I would not be where, where we would not be where we are if we did not collaborate and grow together with other businesses. Um, and don't be afraid to that. Don't be afraid of people copying you. I think that is one of the other things that I learned the like the, a hard, a hard lesson, somebody copied and I was heartbroken. And I think anyone who has created a product and like put their passion behind it would get upset, but I had to kind of like think about it and really just focus on innovating and focus on like doing different things and growing in other ways. And, you know, they're going to be steps behind you. People that are copying you are always going to be steps behind you. Oh, that's such a good point. You know, I, um, I realized that copying you is really a form of flattery and no matter what, um, they're not you. You know, they don't have your brain. They don't have your mindset. They, they're not you. So they can copy you, uh, you know, or try to attempt to copy you a zillion times, but it will never be you, your product, your mission, your statement, the way you move, the way you, uh, it won't be you. So it, when you, I, I feel when you really grasp that and understand that, 
it's like nothing can phase you. And because you're like, okay, sure. They're copying, they're trying to do that. It, I, I had to go through that myself because you, you, you think, well, oh, they're doing this. Now I did that. It's, and then you change your mindset and thinking it's okay. Let them try it. Let them do it too. It's not the same thing I'm doing. I'm still the one who originated it. Well, and I remember seeing a meme one time and it said, don't worry about copycats. You're, you're Nutella and everyone else is just hazelnut spread. Oh, I love it. Say that again. <laughs> Say it one more time. Oh, don't worry about copycats. You're Nutella and everyone else is hazelnut spread. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So um, what do you do? How do you spend your free time? How do you find some time for yourself in the midst of everything, everything that you have going on? Uh, free time. Um, we're still trying to navigate that. Um, we've been trying to work on different management teams so we can try to take free time. Um, right now, I'm actually building another brand um, aside from Sparkle, which is just our personal brand because we've never we kind of became accidental influencers, if you want to say that. So uh, because of the fame of Sparkle and like being the face of it, people ask what everything else is and can I have a link to that? So we're trying to build a separate brand on the side. And so that's kind of what I've been doing in my free time is like developing that brand, which is House of Bonzi. That's our inst other Instagram blogger style page. So I've been working on that. And then also spending time with our family. Um, cooking, uh, walking the dog, playing tennis. Um, I love to be able to travel again <laughs> sometime soon. Your bands are designer brands like Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Can you kind of dive into the material and what you're doing with that and Apple watch? My company previous to sparkle, I had an online consignment business and it was, it kind of overlapped a little bit, um, the end of my other business and the beginning of Sparkle. At one point, I had a customer bring in a Louis Vuitton bag and it was in pretty bad shape and they wanted me to sell it for them, but it was not in sellable condition. Um, so I asked, I, you know, I was thinking about what a shame this is, this beautiful material, this beautiful bag, and it's, I wonder if we could repurpose it. So um, I asked her if I could take it apart and use the material to make a watch band. And um, she said, yes, obviously. And that was a really scary moment for me to take it apart with Seam Ripper, but I reused the fabric and made, made some beautiful watch bands out of it. And um, that was one of our, that was one of our like first products, not our first products, but like our, that was our first designer product reusing old materials that are destined for the landfill. What's next? What's next for you in that genre? I would love to create a sustainability program where we can have actual partnerships with brands using their remnants, or if they have some sort of a collection program. I know obviously the dream would be to actually work and collaborate with Louis Vuitton or Gucci, um, I don't know how that would work, but that's like the dream of my like dream goal. But, uh, you know, just starting to work with brands that would be like, hey, if you have an old anthropology leather bag that you don't use anymore, turn it in for store credit and then they, you know, sell it to us or something. And we just buy their old materials and make beautiful products out of them. Having a partnership like that or, or working with remnants like of people companies that when they have the cutouts of their leather goods or their 
can't coated canvas goods. They get, they sell us their remnants so we can make beautiful things out of garbage. I think that that would be amazing. So that's where I would like the trajectory of our upcycled program to go. We also use other natural leathers as well that are designed um, sustainably with like using the, um, you know, off, what do they call it? The, the like meat market byproducts. So we use leather that's like sustainably sourced and we have it, you know, our own prints and stuff made for that too. And that's part of our like natural leathers collection for people that aren't into like designer goods. Tell me about you, your mindset um, for yourself. What, what drives you? What's your passion? So I would say my passion is to make people happy to do good. I love, um, I'll tell you this story because, um, one of our, one of our product lines benefits Chippengali wildlife orphanage, which is in Africa. Um, our daughter went there. She was in like a really bad emotional place. Um, very depressed. And we told her one year, like, go do something that makes you feel good. And she found this volunteer organization in, in Zimbabwe. And she went to go volunteer there and help take care of animals and teach children about like the importance of not poaching and things like that. And um, it literally changed her life. Like she came back, her depression was gone. She was so happy and um, it was so special to her. And when we went out there to go visit her and pick her up, um, I came up with the idea to come up with a safari collection that benefits this organization. So any animal print or animal patterned watch band or product that we sold, we donate 10% to Chippengali Wildlife Orphanage. And we have, you know, since the beginning, we just continue on with this. Well, during COVID, the owner um, of the organization called sobbing to us and telling us that, that, that our little donations kept them open and that's what fills my cup <laughs> those little things like that fill my cup hmm. oh that's so beautiful thank you what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis are you spiritual do you meditate what are those practices like for you if, if they are oh yeah so i am spiritual um personally spiritual and uh, so i do um i do pray and then also i do do meditate. I try to do it every morning, not necessarily, you know, sometimes it's hard. My husband and I are both entrepreneurs and he's working in this with me as well. He just sold his company in June. And so he's now like full-time helping me with this. Um, and so sometimes we as entrepreneurs, and you probably know this, like wake up and first thing in the morning with all these ideas in your head that you need to process. Yeah. And so we'll just talk and process then I forget to meditate because then my day goes on. I would say one of my most important things is exercise. I, that's like my drug of choice is that um, endorphin. So I always have to, you know, I like either get on the exercise bike or we, we walk a couple miles, walk the dog. That's like our process. Okay. I would say. What is, what does your circle look like? I, I, I touched on that, but I wanted to finish that. What does your immediate circle look like for you? Well, we are extremely close with our family. Our, both daughters, um, our oldest daughter works with us full-time and then our um, youngest daughter is finishing college and then, but is also working part-time 
Um, my husband's parents live right down the street from us. So we're very extremely close family. We see each other almost every day. Um, and so that's like our immediate circle. And we also have like a couple of really close friends that live nearby that, you know, we'll just be in your backyard one day. We'll, we'll meet up in the, by the fire pit and, yeah. <laughs> and talk about a good group around you. Yeah. We're a really good group around us and, um, very, very supportive friends and, and family as well. I would like to wrap with a segment that I call tell and tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. What is something that you can tell us about yourself, um, that you have not shared with the world yet and a secret, if you will, about yourself. A secret. You were not supposed to stump me with questions like this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was not my intent. <laughs> um, well, when I was a when I was a young girl, and actually still to this day, it was always my dream to be a Disney singer, and not like Hannah Montana, but like Ariel. I wanted to be like a Disney cartoon. <laughs> Wow. That's a good one. That is, is a good one. So yes. Yeah. That was always my dream. So if I, if ever, if God forbid anything ever happens and I need like a final dream, like I need to be in a cartoon or something. <laughs> you, you know, cause there, cause there's you know dreams that come from somewhere. So that means that there's something in you that, that connects with that. So pay attention to that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being on the show. If someone wants to connect with you, uh, follow you on your journey or connect with your bands and buy them, how do they go about doing that? So our, our internet or our website is sparklebands.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at sparklebands and there's no E in it. Um, and then personally, our, our other account is House of Bonzi and that's our building blogger account. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that is wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, being on the show. You have a new fan with me. I'm going to follow along on your journey. You're, thank you for sending me a band. I will support mine and make sure I will tag you guys in my post um, and, and wear it proudly. So continue doing what you're doing. Your company is amazing. Your products are amazing. You are amazing. Uh, continue to touch people and thrive from your passion point. You're, 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 when you continue to move from that space, you'll be able to continue to touch and help the world. So God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you too. And, and uh, have a wonderful holiday. Oh my gosh, you too. Well, that is it for this episode of The Journey Told, but I'm going to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that is to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.